The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. Four oh six on the Central Coast. It is Wednesday, January eighteenth, two thousand twenty-three. I'm Dave Congleton, marching through the afternoon with you, which means in about an hour we visit with Dr. James Armstead. Let's get the very latest analysis about Ukraine, but also given Dr. Armstead's experience with the military and his work in Washington, let's ask him about this ongoing presidential documents kerfluffle, and then uh, live music at six oh five with singer storyteller. Wani, Wani, Wally Barnick. It is a Dave Congleton show. Always your hometown radio talk show. This hour, uh, here's the Washington Post. Republicans and allies of fossil fuels are rallying behind the humble gas stove, a staple in millions of U.S. kitchens that has emerged as a flashpoint in the nation's ongoing culture wars and a source of conservative resistance to President Biden's environmental agenda. The controversy was ignited when a member of the Consumer Product Safety Commission, an agency charged with protecting the public from dangerous household products, said in mid-December that the commission will consider regulating indoor air pollution from gas stoves. Always good to be in conversation with the one, the only Annie Lorenzen, who has spent more than her share of time in a kitchen. Uh, She's with us now. Annie, how are you, dear? I'm well, Dave. Thanks for asking. Thanks for checking in. So, I know, do you, what do you got now where, where you live? you have electric or gas? What we have is uh, gas by way of a propane tank. We live in the country. All right. I have electric. So it's, not nat- it's not natural gas. Craig, what do you have? What do you gas. have? In, in gas? Yeah. Have you always had gas? Yes. Okay. I have gas all the time. What if I gave you an electric? I'm going to let that slide. <laughs> what if I gave you an electric stove? Would you take it? I wouldn't take it if you paid me. Why not? Uh, well, this these recent power outages were a great reason why. You know what I did during the power, power outage? I cooked on my stove because it had gas. Mm. All right. Annie? Yeah, I, I'm a, um, as a cook, I am uh, very much a gas fan, and... I have the same con- concern de- uh, Craig does, and I'm wondering, you know, some gas stoves have electric igniters. So is that going to, in an electrical power failure, does that mean I can't cook on my stove? I don't know, but I'm guessing. So uh, here's the number, 38%. 38% of Americans have gas stoves. But this um, this guy on the Consumer Product Safety Commission uh, made this statement because of research that shows that 12% of childhood asthma comes from gas stoves. And in fairness, this guy's uh, his name is uh, Commissioner Richard Trumpka. He backtracked um, and said that the agency is not planning a ban. So. There is that. Yeah. Um, he- go ahead. Well, what I was going to say was I grew up I grew up with gas in a time when uh, the budget in the American home, at least in my demographic as a kid, um, electric, when it came on, was way more expensive than natural gas. 
um, and natural gas was very reliable. It was not as expensive, and it was clean as far as we knew. And I have to tell you, after the great articles you sent me, Dave, you know, I I never knew that any methane or any of these things that the articles talk about were being emitted when you used your natural gas. At this point in my life, I would still prefer to own a natural gas, only because, frankly, I'm 76, and, you know, it hasn't killed, this is a terrible thing to say, it hasn't killed me yet, but I cook often enough where the convenience of knowing how to do that is important to me, personally. And, And just to clarify, the Consumer Protection Agency is stating that any new regulations would affect only new appliances and not existing ones. Right, which would affect renters probably and anybody that was going into a new building or a new condo or or whatever like that. Um, Yeah, I don't know what the long-term... You know, I tried to look at what I had, and what we, we really they're concerned about is the pollution that natural gas causes in the kitchen. And then they, you know, they... I mean, it's terrible. 12% of childhood asthma is caused by something that, you know, a lot of us have used in, in a lot of gatherings where there's a lot of families. So, you know, for me, when slow passed the ordinance that said all the new builds down the road were going to be um, electric, all I could think about was, you know, you, you don't retrofit inexpensively if somebody wanted to do that. And electricity allegedly is still more expensive than gas. So... I don't know. Well, yeah, Mm -hmm. I think it's important that you bring up uh, San Luis Obispo. Berkeley was the first city to ban gas stoves. New York is trying to be the first state. But here Mm -hmm. in San Luis Obispo, they have banned gas stoves in any new housing. Yeah. And does that apply to remodels? I don't know. know. That's a question I have. And I don't know. Maybe somebody who's listening can tell us that. If you have a home and you're getting your kitchen remodeled, does that mean you can no longer have have gas, you have to put in a new electric stove because that would affect a lot of people in a lot of different financial situations, it seems to me. So I don't want to put words in your mouth, Annie, but as I listen to you, it sounds like you are open to the idea of restricting gas ovens out of concern for childhood health. Well, if it's just me living in the house, frankly, not because I'm who I am, I can say I don't really care, but the reality is I care about kids help. So what I don't see, though, is I see the percentage that are, I see a 12% percentage affected, but I'm real curious uh, as to the studies done that show us that. Is there, a, is there a geographic component to that? Is there a particular environmental component? You know, in the articles you sent me, it mentioned high rises and, you know, this affects all the new buildings going up in New York, and I think that would be a different situation when you're doing multiple gas lines, multiple users. That might be something to consider. What is the real environmental impact in a home? And I'm not seeing that. Uh, Quoting the Washington Post article, a growing body of research has detailed the numerous environmental and public health costs of cooking with gas. 
A study by Stanford University published last year found that the impacts of gas stoves are more significant than previously understood due largely to the leakage of methane into the air. Additional yeah, research that, additional yeah. research has found that gas stoves emit carbon monoxide, nitrogen dioxide, and fine particular matter. And without proper ventilation, their concentrations can reach levels deemed unsafe by the EPA. In addition to the link between gas stoves and childhood asthma, the stoves have also been linked to a slew of other health conditions from cardiovascular to cognitive issues. Yeah, yeah. And and I read those, Dave, and there's it sends up a red flag. It sends up an alert for sure. But in, I'm as I read between the lines, I don't know how you feel about it, but as I read between the lines, you know, there's room in there to wonder if newer... If manufacturers have been manufacturing newer, better vented, or whatever you want to call it, stoves already, or ovens, is there, has the industry itself already done something and that the gas problems they're finding are not from new appliances, they're not with appliances that are properly vented with hood vents or whatever. You know, there's more information I need to make a definitive, I think, a definitive decision to come out in favor of my fellow human being. Mean- I want to always do that. Meanwhile, on the Stolberg Tatum text line, Larry is checking in from Pismo. Hey, Larry. He says, newer gas stoves with electric lighters are simply lit with a match if the power is out. Yeah, I think, I think I've... I've you know, I, but is that true of all of them? Yeah. I mean, I believe him because I know I've seen it done. So um, that makes me feel better about that. Let me go back to Craig, because, Craig, you spent a lot of time in the kitchen. Annie, I want you to comment on this, too, please. Let me start with Craig. What's the difference between cooking with electric versus cooking with gas in terms of the food? Uh, The rate that the pans, the pots and pans heat up, uh, Mm -hmm. the the direct or the indirectness versus directness, the, the fact that when I turn the burner off, the fire stops and I can see it. I can see there's fire. It's hot. Whereas if you yeah. shut off, I've heard stories, you know, you shut off a, an electric top, kid comes up, boom, burns their hand. Yeah. Because it looks, I, I even know somebody that burned their hand because they were checking to see if it was hot. They didn't know. But in, the, but in terms of the quality of the food, does it affect, does it affect the taste? Uh, it has more radiant heat. The fire has more radiant heat, so you can adjust it as far as lifting the pan or moving the pan. It just cooks easier. I mean, you, right. you bring in a chef, bring in a Cordon Bleu trained chef. I, you know, Michelin star chef, ask them if they want to cook on electric. None of them will. Well, the this, the Washington Post profiles a chef who, for health concerns, sw- switched from gas to electric. But not quality concerns. I don't know. And, and that's their own personal belief. I mean, yeah. this study, I think, I, I don't know where this study, like, actually has any credibility. You could go back to uh, the tobacco company. They had studies that showed tobacco was good for you. Um, Anyone who has an agenda will find a study that will match their agenda. So you're just going to dismiss a study from Stanford? Yeah, 12%. Yeah, Stanford. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they don't have an axe to grind there. Well, all right. Here, let me go back to Annie. Annie, you spend time in the kitchen. What's the difference between cooking with electric and cooking with gas? Traditionally, it's the responsiveness or the nature of how quickly or um, you can you can reduce the heater or increase the heat. So when you're cooking things that you want a good sear on or, or those types of things where you want a high heat and you need to turn it down quickly um, for whatever reason because you've seared and you're done, the gas is, is t- 
traditionally been more responsive. Now, in all fairness, I was introduced to an induction uh, cooktop not too many years ago, and it was super, super responsive, and you didn't burn your hand on it because the heat, when you turn it off, the heat is gone, right. and uh, it's just hot to the pan. So I found that to be responsive, but as a lifelong cook, where I am now, I'm not a chef. I prefer gas because I find it to be more responsive, but they're, both sides are trying to make better ranges. All right, let me catch North County Jim before the break. Hey, Jim. Hello, David. Hey, Jim. That's yeah, all fake science. How so? There's no proof. There's no proof that any of these byproducts uh, cause any kind of illness to in the kitchen to anyone. That's uh, just all part of the control system, you know, electric cars and everything else. Nonsense. But and how can and you I'm say? Chef. And how can I'm, you how can you I, say that I, so I confidently, with, Jim? Because I've seen it. I I've, I've read on it. And I followed up on it. It's all BS. And I cook a lot with fire, especially, and gas. And no. And besides, and it, well, think, that's, another, that's another topic, but no, that doesn't work that way. Go ahead, Annie. Well, and I think, I think he's picking up on, on my hesitation, too, because it's saying that it emits. Now, on one hand, it's saying childhood, cancer, uh, childhood asthma is increased by 12%, the work that you, the stuff that you and I read. But it also mentions that there's emissions of things like methane and carbon, whatever. But it doesn't say the degree to which, it doesn't say that there's those, they don't give you the measurements. And they don't say the methane is threatening. They'll say we don't want more methane because of, you know, climate control and all that. But they're not saying, are they detecting this in a normal kitchen? Are they detecting it in a commercial kitchen? Is it an old stove? Where is it? There's not... There's not enough information, like I said, for me to decide. And Jim, um, Jim, what else you want to say? Personal preference. Jim, what else you want to say? Well, it's just not much to say, David. It's just nonsense. All right. You know, it's just part of the part of the system that's just nonsense. That's all there is to say. All right, yeah. sir. I'm glad you said it. Thank you. I got to get this break, and we'll come back with more of Annie Lorenzen, more of your phone calls as we debate the gas stove. I'm Dave Congleton on Hometown Radio. So this big debate has fired up across the country about whether or not we should be banning gas stoves, not existing ones, but just keeping them out of new homes, all fired up by this Commissioner Trumpka and is concerned that 12% of childhood asthma comes from gas stoves. Back on the phones we go for Annie Lorenzen, Davidson, Morro Bay. Hey, David. Hi, Dave. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for calling. Um, my question is about the links. They always talk about, well, there's a link to this and a link to that. And they never really, or at least not that I have seen, uh, show what the links are. I mean, is this a direct link between childhood asthma and, and gas? Or is this like a, well, if you, you know, if, it, if you have a gas stove and then 20 years later you have a weak heart and you got this and it's the A, B, C, D, E, and yeah, they find a link. Or is it directly involved? I mean, like saying, you know, walking is linked to fallen arches. Well, yeah. You know, so is there a study that shows the exact way they link these things? Uh, an earlier caller said, you know, anybody with an agenda can find a, a reason for it or whatever he said like that. And, and I'm just curious about that. Do you have anything to add to that about that? Annie? 
No, actually, we don't. And I, that it is the um, the piece that bothers me is the ambiguity involved in how they presented the twelve percent child right. asthma. I don't want kids. I don't want twelve percent of kids. But is that nationally? Is it by state? Where were the samples taken? Yes, so, but but with respect, folks, to both of you, all that can be answered if you go look at the original study by Stanford University. I'm just citing the the conclusion. No, no. Okay, I get great. That's good that to know, Dave. I did. I wasn't. I wasn't. I didn't hear that part of the conversation. Yeah, David. This, you said that before. Yeah, this is a study out of Stanford University. And uh, you could go look at, and I have not read the study. All I know is what is reported in the paper. But I would assume uh-huh. that you could go to the study and they would explain their methodology. And I mean, I'm you know, I'm all for childhood safety. I'm not, I'm not in any way against it. I just, right. I'm curious as to how they came up with, with the link. And, and sure. as, as she was saying, you know, is this old stoves, new stoves, old houses, new houses? Uh, yeah. How is this, and how over what period of time? Is this the last 20 years when technology has certainly improved, or is this over my lifetime? I'm almost 70, you know, back right. from the 50s and 60s. So, All right, David, thanks for checking in. Annie, what would you say to David? Well, I would say he shares the same kind of concerns I do, and regarding the Stanford study being quoted in the article, it would be, I think, a much and, and I, you know, not that I can't go to the Sanford study. I can, you know, give some time over and try to do that. However, it would be great if in that article they're saying 12% and, oh, by the way, or coincidentally, however they put it, an example is they did a, they, part of that study was this, and that's how they came up with that. Yeah. They don't, all they say is the study. And for a lot of people, that's very daunting to find. All right. Let's go to Alan in San Luis. Hi, Alan. Hey, Dave. Hey, Annie. Hey. Several things going here. One is when they mentioned the combustion products, yes, carbon monoxide if it's not a if it's too rich a mixture. And that's any time you have combustion of hydrocarbons. And then the nitrogen dioxide you're gonna get when you're burning anything in air, that just happens. So these will happen with combustion. As far as the leakage goes, I really wonder in terms of how well they monitor the air because you can smell a methane leak in right. very, very low concentrations. So that's part of the issue. My other issue there is even though the study may not tell you what else they controlled for. You were talking about, say, the geography. Right. What else is in, the ho- in those homes, such as if it's an older home, could there be paint issues or carpeting issues or other things? So just right. because there was a gas stove and there was an issue of asthma, that does not necessarily connect the two. So it depends how well they did control in the study, and they may or may not tell you in the study Short, all the things yeah. they controlled yeah. for. Short response, Annie? Well, I, I agree with Alan. I mean, it's... There are too many variables that aren't even attempted to be talked about in that article, but all the right buzzwords are there to make people say, oh, man, I guess I better really reconsider and go electric. And yet we're still looking at economic issues, all sorts of issues related to making a sea change like that very quickly. That is a sea change, which takes a while, but a very quick change. We're going to make a sea change right now. We're going to go to California Headline News and ABC Radio News. Get the update from Craig on Time Saver Traffic and Weather Together. More of your phone calls, more of our conversation with Annie Lorenzen. This is Hometown Radio.
All right, Dr. Armstead will be joining us at uh, 5.05. Annie Lorenzen on this broadcast. The Consumer Protection Commission is considering a ban on gas stoves in all new homes. This is nationwide. I remind you here in San Luis Obispo, they've already done it. New York wants to be the very first state to ban it on a statewide level. Uh, Annie is on the fence about this. We welcome your phone calls, 805-543-8830 or 800-549-5832. What's the benefit of cooking with gas? Why should you have the right to cook with gas? What's so important here? Help us understand. Don is in Arroyo Grande. Hey, Don. Hi, Dave. Hi, Hi Annie. Hey, Don. Hi, Don. Um, this mad rush for all electric, uh, nobody's even really looked at how they're going to supply the electric. And for mm-hmm. San Luis Obispo, we're getting rid of Diablo, so we have to find electric to replace Diablo. Now you want to add the burden of all electric homes and electric cars and electric chargers. Where's the power going to come from, and is the existing grid going to handle the extra capacity and and uh, draw? Annie, mm-hmm. I'm I'm I totally totally agree with him, and I didn't even I didn't even get into that part again because I said, all right, I'm just going to be short sighted because I have these concerns, but we don't know what's going to happen. And if something were to happen to the big grid, regardless of it, it's just, <clears throat> suppose you, you could, it's where are we going to get it? Where is it coming from? And uh, and just, again, there's this huge, for me, it's a huge concern if people are going to remodel in order to stay in San Luis or they've made a decision to stay here, and they're going to remodel their kitchen, does that mean that they have to Change from gas to electric. And, and Don, uh, Don, too knee jerk. Don, do you have any idea what the extra burden would be if we made it all electric throughout California? How much electricity that well, would require? Well, I, I think Diablo is supplying forty percent, so you got forty percent replacement. And then if you add on all electric and charging stations, I would imagine you're going to add on another fifty percent. So that's like a ninety percent replacement of our electric system. Hmm. That's not going to happen in a couple years. Well, I think right. the, I think Diablo is going to be around. Wide, electric is not an answer because on the East Coast, they, they use coal to produce the electric. So how is that saving anything environmentally? Hmm. Yeah. I, I think Diablo is going to be around for a few more years. Well, it's looking that way, but still the question is out there. Nobody's yeah. looking at those numbers. Nobody's looking at that situation. This is a solution looking for a problem. I'm glad you called, Don. Thank you very much. 805-543-8830. Francine is with us on KVEC. Hi, Francine. Hi there. Hi. Um, hi, Anne. Um, hi. So I, I haven't had a chance to actually read the study. I, I want to. But I did read an article um, written um, on the findings by the author of the study at Stanford. And a couple of things that um, were, that it says, and, and I'm going to start off with, I love gas stoves or, you know, cooking on top of a gas stove. Sure. I would have a hard time going back to electric just because, especially if you have three or four burners going, you know, yep. you want to turn one down and where are you going to put it if you've got all your burners going? Yeah. You have to take yeah. it off the heat. Anyway... So, um, but what the what what this says was that they measured both methane and nitrous oxides uh, released in 53 homes in California. They measured them during um, combustion, ignition, 
and when it was extinguished, but they also measured while the appliance was off, which I guess previous studies hadn't done. They used 18 brands of gas cooktops and stoves, and they ranged in age from three to 30 years old. But it doesn't oh, say in this, you know, how how many three-year-olds, you know, it doesn't have specific yeah. information where the study actual study would. And um, it also says that the highest emitters were cooktops that ignited using a pilot light instead of a built-in sparker, electronic sparker. Um, There wasn't any relationship between the age or cost of the stoves. And most, more than three-quarters of the emissions occurred while the stoves were off, suggesting that the, you know, gas fittings and connections of the stove were, were responsible so well, and only fifty-three. They own this particular study was in fifty-three homes. Yeah. Wow! So, well, nothing. Well, but it's a, a random sample, uh, Francine. Right. So you've got the background in science. What do you think? Well, um, I, I, again, like I said, I'd have to really, I'd have to but, read the actual study to mm-hmm. look at, you know, at what all the variables were. But um, I, I think there might be some sort, there could be some sort of a connection. And especially if you're not using, um, it does, you know, say if you're not using a hood, a ventilation right. hood, yeah. Unvented, you know, yeah. that's something. Um, yeah. I think there, there could be. But again, I agree with the prior caller that said, I'm concerned about where are we going to get, you know, um, if we go completely electric, where are we going to get, where is that going to come from? Annie, what do you say? No, I agree with her a thousand percent. And the original part of, seeing the original part of your statements, you know, that's spoken like a real cook. Good for you. (laughs) But I just, there's, I think personally, there's too many questions out there for people to even be thinking about changing it all to electric. I think we're just, there's too many variables right now and not enough information. Um, it just, it seems like a knee-jerk way, another way yeah. to go all electric. And that, frankly, scares me. I'm not, not having an alternative um, set, source of fuel. I'm an old-time person, but not having mm-hmm. an alternative source of fuel in, in a catastrophe, that doesn't make me real happy. Go ahead, Francine. Yeah. There was there was one other thing that I wanted to mention. I went on the Slow County as well as the City of Slow codes um, and municipal codes and all these codes, and I looked under public health. I looked under building codes. I couldn't find anything that actually cited that. I, it might be somewhere. I just maybe couldn't find it or it's cited what somewhere. C- cited what, please? Oh, the I'm sorry, um, that you said that it was now an ordinance in San Luis Obispo. Yes. Yeah, just yes, in the city. And I, I was trying to find, in the city. I trying to actually find that. If you, if you just Google it, the, uh, the Tribune I, articles will come up. Well, the Tribune articles, but I'm looking for the actual municipal oh. code. Yeah, that okay, I can't well, help it. Anyway. it was city council, right, Dave? So it yeah. should be in the minutes. You should be able to get it through hmm. um, going online for the city. Okay. Yeah. And if you can't, just yeah. call the city and say, where do I find the council notes? I'm still trying yeah. to get uh, past the idea that she had four burners going at once. I've never had that. <laughs> well, I'm, that's why I said that's spoken like a cook, man. All you right. have one simmering, you got one boiling, you got one. It's, my phone, it happens. My phones are simmering. Uh, Francine, thank you. 805-543-8830. 
or 800-549-5832. As Annie Lorenzen discusses this movement to ban gas stoves across the country, George is with us in Santa Margarita. Hey, George. Hello, Dave. Hey, George. Uh, uh, Just for starters, it's a very interesting conversation, but just for starters, it would be impossible for us to go all electric. Even if we have the power plants to generate the power, we do not have the distribution. Um, I'd be likening it to, like, overloading the extension cords. Yeah. Um, Every house has a 200-amp, any modern house has a 200-amp main breaker. Now, if every house had their air conditioning on or the, all the electric ranges going and all that, the wires just couldn't handle it. I mean, mm-hmm. the transmission lines. Uh, they're just not designed uh, for that kind of load. I mean, even on hot days, they, they call it peak periods and they want you to curtail uh, your energy usage. And that's with people that have gas stoves. Uh, just imagine if everybody had everything electric. Uh, just It just wouldn't work. I mean, it's just ludicrous to think about that. Although I will say, a modern home that I moved into in 1962, it had electric cooktop, electric oven, uh, but we still had a gas uh, dryer, a gas water heater, and a gas uh, room heater. And all of those have fail safe, so you don't Mm -hmm. stand a chance of the gas being on and blowing the house up. But George, this only applies to new houses. Existing houses could still be gas. uh, You know, that's, that's a foot in the door. But uh, eventually, if, if new houses have to do it, everyone will have to do it. And here's something that people don't realize. We now have smart meters. Uh, if for any reason they decided to uh, single you out and cut off your power, not only do you not have lights, you don't have the ability to cook. Mm. Annie, yeah. comment what George is saying. Well, I'm, I'm totally, I totally agree with him. I mean, there's, these are serious considerations that we have. You know, the previous call, I think it was Don, was talking about where are we going to get it, and then if we do use it, like George is saying, it can be overdone. So what happens when that happens? And uh, I just think there's too many questions to uh, that aren't being, you know, we don't, I'm not satisfied. That's just me. Yeah, George, but, George, what else from you, please? Uh, other than the fact that it's just uh, feasibly impossible, uh, I, uh, you know, I, I couldn't support it. All right, fair enough, George. Good to hear from you. 805-543-8830 or 800-549-5832. We've got Sandra in Arroyo Grande. Hey, Sandra. Hi, Dave. Hi, Hi, Sandra. Hey, what's up? So, number one, keep your paws off my stove. Number two, I have to say this is another uh, progressive liberal idea. That mm-hmm. it's come up without thinking of consequences, just like the whole, you know, defund the police kind of BS that is creating all the crime that we have in here. And so this is another thing that no one's thinking is about the consequences. Like, th- this is just the thing that really liberals think about. Oh, wouldn't it be great? Yeah, it would be really great in theory, but in reality, it ain't going to work, okay? Because we don't have the infrastructure or anything. Number two, when you talk about, okay, they want us to get us all on solar panels. You know what? They haven't done the studies. They could totally do a study in an enclosed uh, kind of uh, structure to see once that heat is going back into space, is that going to overheat our planet? So no one's really thinking about it. So I say no, 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 no. Absolutely not. But we're not talking about solar, are we, Annie? No, well, she's talking about the electric, the the electric component. Okay. All right. right. I'm with her. All right. 
I could listen to Sandra talk all day because it tickles me. Okay. I'm glad. <laughs> all right. Sandra, thank you. We have Eric on KVEC. Hi, Eric. Good evening. Hey, Eric. So I got two quick points. One is I just, I've been remodeling a house for a year and a half, and I thought I'd go mostly electric. And I've uh, been living there for a few months, and last weekend the electric stove left and a six burner came in. Um, it just couldn't handle The electric was really horrible. I've been cooking on gas my whole life. Out there it's propane. And the other problem, one of the other callers brought up, is when you live out in the country like I do, the power goes out a lot because of what California's done and PG&E has done with the utilities and the winds and the fires that have happened. So every time the power goes off, they have to send a helicopter up. It goes and looks through the line. So you're going to be out of power for four to six hours any given time it goes out. If we go to electric, and I was forced to put electric in, you know, and sometimes it'll be out for a few days, and I can no longer cook. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know that when you're in the city, you don't have this problem as much. But if uh, you're out in the country, you have this problem quite a bit since the fires yep. because they have those little sensors in the wire. So every time the, the wire moves a little bit, it turns the power off and it, it's going to be out for a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Annie? Let me lock you in, Eric. You still with us, Eric? I'm all right, yeah. Annie, oh, over this. Sorry. Okay, gotcha. Okay, I misread that. Is Annie? Can you respond to what Eric was just argued? Well, it, I also live technically in the country, in the middle of freaking nowhere, so we do have propane. But it is very true when the power goes out. You know, it's it's a it's a very drastic thing. And not being able to cook, we can cook. Of course, we have the propane tank, but. If without gas, and I'm going to go back to the same thing I'm saying. If of course they're talking about changing electric and new installs in the city only, so it's not going to. I guess it's not going to impact us out in the country. But you know they want to move California that way. That already came up a few weeks ago. That that's what Sacramento was looking at doing. Well, and uh, you'll be curious to see it. what happens when with San Luis Obispo going all electric and the consequences of that. Eric, anything else you'd add to the conversation? No, that's it. I just, I also don't think the the grid's there. I mean, we're we're putting everything, even, uh, you know, landscape and construction companies are supposed to get rid of all their gas equipment and go to electric. I mean, we're putting this huge burden on a system that's currently not working very well. All right, Eric, thanks for checking in. 805-543-8830 or 800-549-5832. Call us, please be patient. We'll be back with more of Annie Lorenzen. All right, we're in our final minutes with Annie Lorenzen talking about uh, the Consumer Product Safety Commission and their idea of banning all gas stoves in new houses. 805-543-8830. Or 800-549-5832. Annie has her concerns. What about you? Arby is on KVEC. Hey, Arby. Hey, Dave. Hey. Hi, Annie. Hi. Hi, Arby. I'm in Annie's, I'm in Annie's camp 100%. Why? I, uh, but, you know, all of this stuff, um, to me, it boils down to choices. Um, I'm sorry, but I don't trust politicians and some of these decision makers to make the right decisions for us. But to me, it's just a, we should, we as people 
we're intelligent enough to make the right decisions for ourselves. Well, we should be able to choose. Yeah, but then we get motorcycle helmets and safety belts required you know, because we're I not tell you, we're not smart I enough to choose. I don't care about if somebody somebody should be able to make those choices themselves. What about smoking? I don't uh, cigarettes. That's fine. Uh-huh. I mean, as somebody wants to smoke, that's fine. I mean, I. Uh, if, uh, I have to uh, agree. I mean, I don't smoke. I've never been a smoker. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, well, then, then yeah. yeah I, I guess I'm my point is, is that, no, you're, you're doing fine. I'm glad you called. But my point is, is that sometimes government has to step in because people aren't smart enough to protect themselves. Annie, what am I missing here? Well, I, it's not, I think it's not that you're missing anything. I think there's, we're looking through a couple different lenses, really. It's a perception thing. I have a brother, for example, that he could not possibly care less, two brothers that could not possibly care less. If somebody wants to wear a motorcycle helmet, why should everybody, you know, it's up to, it's up to the individual. Um, the same thing with Good you talking you, about seatbelts. <laughs> no, well, that's my brother, and that's his perception. And as a mother and a sister, I, I like that there is this piece up front that says, you know what, if you're going to get your, we don't want you to get your brain scrambled, and I don't want somebody to get scrambled. I would like my family to choose to wear a helmet. But I do believe in the choice. I agree with you on that. That right. should be a choice. Arby, what you know, else do you want to say? I'm sorry. Arby, what else do you want to say, Arby? No, that's pretty much it. I just okay. I just feel that we should be able to make those choices. Those decisions should be not not made for us. Fair enough. All, no, thanks, Dave. I'm thanks. glad you called. Thank you so much. We go to Phil on KVEC. Hey, Phil. Hey, Dave. Hi, Phil. Hey, it was, it's, it's a good hey. topic. I don't know if you talked about the recent article, once uh, Gavin Newsom passed those uh, He's going to ban all gas-powered vehicles in 2035. So a big uh, study was done out of Berkeley and out of, I think it was, I want to say it was Berkeley, and I want to say it was Harvard, and they looked at the infrastructure for the state of California to go 2035. They would need three times as much power that they're currently producing just to make it by 2035. Wow. It's taken over 85 years to get where we're at now. So how would they... you know, I love the theory. Yeah. Put a warning sticker on the, your, your your stove and say, just like yeah. you do on cigarettes. Put a warning sticker. So if you, you know, just let you know that, hey, this could cause, you know, severe illnesses. Keep your windows open and turn your fan on. But right. I think, you know, we take, I, I have an electric vehicle, and when the power went out from the last storm, it sits in the garage. It doesn't move because it can't charge. Um, so I took my gas car to work. I, I thank God I had a, an alternative to use yeah. versus having my all electric vehicle. Annie, so yeah. well, it's that, and th- that's what I said a couple calls ago. My concern is I'm not comfortable having an alternative source of fuel with everything else that's going on, and these regulatory bodies sometimes end up not being right. And regu- regulatory bodies, et cetera, at the national level, you know, they're highly influenced and highly reactive to lobbying and politics sure. and all this other stuff. I don't, it's like, give me the real straight scoop and let me make a choice. Well, I, I think most of these regulatory bodies, people are put on by, 
the individual uh, political uh, party right. that's in control. Right. I mean, it's right. usually who sits in these boards. So it's like on the Coastal Commission. It's all mm-hmm. one direction and one vision, one one uh, one set of minds going through. No one has a, a diverse set of minds on how to look at things. I mean, we all talk about diversity, but I like to also have yeah. diversity and my choices of how I generate power. And until they make it clear that there's enough power and it's stable um, all across the board, I'm okay. Your la- one of your callers made a point of saying most of the houses have 200-amp uh, breakers. Well, they have 200-amp right. breakers. And, and you're right. I believe it, it's once they get the foot in the door, then it's going to be everybody, sorry, we're just not going to, we're going to turn off gas in the state of California and you're out. And everybody's going to yeah. either make the conversion or not. All right, so, Phil. I, Phil, thank you very much. A lot of food for thought there. As we go to Keith and Grover. Hey, Keith. Hey, Hi. Uh, Dave. Nobody's mentioned the cost of running a gas versus an electric dryer or or uh, heating your house. Do you know the cost? Keith, Keith, do you know the it, cost? It, I don't have it at my fingertips, but at one time it was a heck of a lot cheaper to dry and the and the heat dry your clothes and heat your house. Annie, do you know anything about the cost? Well, I don't know now. I think I said early on, for many, many years, gas was far more efficient and less costly. I can tell you, 10 years ago, I think the last time when I was on the floor and I checked it it out, and it it was a quarter of the cost to dry your clothes gas versus electric. Now, that doesn't sound like too much, but if you're a renter and you have four kids, two of them are swimming, the other two surf. It's a hell of a lot of money at the end of the month. Yeah. And also to heat your house. And I agree, this this is a progressive idea with no thought. Not not taking it all the way out to the end, what could happen. You've got 6% of the people in San Luis Obispo, I believe, are winners. Yes, that's true. How are they going to afford yeah. it? You, you can't afford yeah. to live in San Luis Obispo now. Yeah. yeah. All right, Keith, thank you very much. Last call goes to Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hi, how are Hi, you, Jeff. folks? We're good. I got about a minute, Jeff. Our country is so wonderful because of freedom. In fact, it is what makes people from all these other countries risk their lives to get to our country is for freedom. And the more that we compromise our freedom with government getting bigger and bigger, and regulating, and we the people not being in control, mm. we're not a great country anymore. It is the literally the, the thing that makes us so wonderful. Is the fact that we, we have, have gas that freedom. So you take away our freedom. And all these regulations, the more regulations, the more freedom we lose. Right. When is it going to be enough being enough? Uh, it's enough now, Jeff. I'm sorry. We're literally out of time. Annie Lorenzen, how do I count the ways as to what a great guest you are? I got tw- Well, back at you for being such a great host, Dave. Thanks got, for asking. I got 20 seconds, dear. Um, I just, people, you know, we need to really pay attention to, like your previous caller said, who's taken what from us, for what purpose, at what cost? That's about it. That uh, says all. All right, Annie, thank you. We'll see you soon. You're welcome. Thanks, Dave. All right, off we go. Holy cow. (laughs) We got news and traffic and weather. Dr. James Armstead is up next. Perfect guest to follow Annie. 
You're listening to The Dave Congleton Show. The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kbec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.